We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. From the Clark Ford Studio in Oxford, Mississippi, MBW Digital proudly presents the Oxford Exxon Podcast. I'd say thanks for tuning in. But why am I going to give you a round of applause for something you're supposed to do, to be frank? And now, here are your hosts, Chase Parham. And broadcast school has really paid off. And Neil McCready. I deserve to be on TV. Walker Jones, head of the Grove Collective, now joining us on the Raptors Music and Food Hotline. Walker, thanks for the time. You made it to Houston last night. Ole Miss playing in the Texas Bowl. By the time people hear this, uh, tonight, 8 o'clock, for that one against the uh, the, the Red Raiders. We'll start here. We're going to talk about a, a huge deal for you guys, a huge deal for Ole Miss, a, uh, a national partnership that, uh, that should get a lot of play and be great on a number of fronts. We'll get into all those in a second. But just you've been on the job for a little bit now. How's it gone? And then was it sort of what you expected? I mean, when you first get that call and this is a thaw and all those sort of things, so to right now, what's been uh, what's been sort of the gist for you? Yeah, Chase, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Um, and Merry Christmas to everybody. And I hope everybody's enjoying the holiday time off. And uh, like you said, we're over here in Houston and excited about a bowl game tonight and uh, see if we can get back on the winning side of things. I think getting to nine wins is important uh, to kind of kill the – uh, the losing streak that we found ourselves in. So I think going into the finishing up recruiting and uh, having a good win and prime time on national TV, um, I think is is important. And, you know, sounds like we've got a full complement of our roster that's going to play uh, tonight. So I, I feel good about our chances. Um, so, you know, look, excited to be here. It's not where we thought we'd end up midseason. But nevertheless, that's where we are. And um, I never thought I'd be here talking to you about this. Yeah. Uh, six, eight months ago, but nevertheless, here we are. And, you know, look, it's, uh, it's been, uh, an interesting time, uh, from the moment these conversations started this past summer. And, um, you know, I think that, uh, it has turned into much more of a full-time venture, uh, than I anticipated. Uh, and that's not a negative, uh, that's just, uh, the nature of what we're trying to accomplish. I think, you know, uh, when I put together kind of the plan with with William Liston and, and you know, Keith and others that were involved, you know, I said, look, I think this is a this is a very achievable uh, structure that can really be sustainable and give us a great opportunity to compete uh, not only in the SEC, but nationally when it comes to NIL. 
I never really realized all the different things that would come into play uh, outside of the original plan that we talked about back this summer. Um, and I think that's just the nature of NIL is that we learn more every day, every week, every month. Uh, it's constantly evolving. Um, I think and I feel good uh, that we have been at the forefront of some of the change that's happened over the last six months. You know, um, prior to the NCA coming out in October and giving us some more guidance about universities and third party collectives working more closely together. We were already kind of doing that. Um, and that was kind of Keith and I's vision. And that was really the only way I thought we could sustain ourselves and to get our our people to buy into what we were doing. Uh, we had to have university, some sort of university endorsement and acceptance and um, and assistance, really, uh, to create some efficiencies. Uh, Keith, you know, kind of went at that without a ton of guidance, without really any, um, uh, you know, uh, acceptance from the conference or the NCA that he could do that. But we went at it anyway. Uh, we had that press conference back in September prior to the Kentucky game to try to show everybody the symmetry between the Grove Collective and the university. And I think that really was the springboard that got us going. And uh, really, uh, our fans started jumping in after that and, and signing up and trusting us and trusting the message. Um, we had a great head start with William Liston getting us started uh, when he raised his hand and built this thing from nothing. So I have so much gratitude and respect and appreciation for William uh, and getting us in a great spot. And then it was just executing the plan that we put together, uh, Chase, which was really, you know, consolidate uh, the collectives, uh, create shared efficiencies and resources between the university, uh, be an NIL answer for all our athletes, not just one sport, uh, and do it uh, within the confines of our state statute and the NCAA guidance. And I think we've done that um for the you know as best as we could and uh, i'm excited about where we are i feel good about where we are back to my original statement it has turned into much more of a full-time venture uh but that's okay and i'm fine with that uh because for us to be successful we're gonna have to do the things that other people don't necessarily have to do uh for us to be able to compete because we don't have the numbers that others of uh, some of our other competitors have um and so uh, we're committed to that uh, and we're excited about what 23 has to bring for the Grove Collective and our athletes. You know, you mentioned that with the the, the structure and the skeleton that Liston put in place to have some uh, some things pretty early on in the process. The legislature helped as well in some different ways. Because you look at it, and I feel like sometimes Ole Miss fans get a little blinded by mm -hmm. looking at a couple of the conference opponents and what their numbers are perceived to be or how you're in competition. But you look nationally. And Ole Miss is pretty damn high up there. I mean, you're talking about some pretty named programs that you see on Twitter talking about goals that are far less than what is in your war chest right now or in the coffers for different reasons. I mean, there's a there's a and, you know, look, you're competing against those regional teams more than you are some of the other teams, but I do feel like there's some some skewed perspective in some ways on just exactly where Ole Miss is in this process right now. Yeah, Chase, that's a great point. And look, we're our own biggest critic. You know, and that's okay. Yeah. You know, uh, both myself, our Grove Collective staff, and our fans, you know, we hold ourselves to a higher standard, and we're our biggest critic, and that's good. That's what's going to keep us sharp and keep us progressive and keep us moving forward. But, you know, I had a conversation with a national consultant on NIL who's been in the, the sports industry for years, who I did work with in my previous life at Under Armour, and uh, trust this person um, and his company, his agency is working with over 50 collectives across the country in all the Power Five conferences, 
And I had him come in and, and just give a look at what we were doing with the Grove Collective back around Thanksgiving at the end of the year. Uh, and I just said, look, I need you to come in and tell me what we're missing. What do we need to do better? Uh, and give us some some direction. Um, and he looked at me after the first day and said, man, I know you don't feel it, but you guys are so much further ahead than 95% of the other collectives we're working with. He goes, you know, and that's a good thing. Don't don't feel like you've arrived. Keep pushing, but just know what you're doing is bearing fruit and you're actually way ahead of your competition in terms of just organization, structure, fundraising, your fans buying in, which is, look, at the end of the day, we need our fan base to trust us and to believe in the mission of NIL because it's a little, it's a little fuzzy. You know, I can't give tickets. I can't give parking and priority and those kind of things. In some cases, I can't even give tax <laughs> deductions. And yeah. so, you know, it's a challenge, you know, but he goes, look, you guys to have over 5,000 members, um, you know, three months into this thing, you've created a reoccurring revenue model that other people don't have, which is going to give you sustainability. And you have so many shared resources because your athletic director embraced you guys and you're able to to draft off a lot of what the university is doing. And he was dead on. And again, I was sitting there going, oh, my gosh, we got to do this and we got to fix that and we need to add this. And he was like, look, that's great. But you you're you're winning what you guys are doing. I know you don't feel like it, but you're winning on the national landscape. So to your point, uh, I think we are ahead of the game. Does it mean we have we can take our foot off the gas? Absolutely not. You know, we need to get to 10,000 members as quickly as we can. Uh, we need to continue to fundraise and the partnership we're going to talk about here in a little bit is part of that growth uh, and an example of being, you know, a forward thinking collective. So, um, again, happy where we are, uh, but by no means have we arrived. And there's a lot of things we got to fix, you know, and, and again, I love our fans because they give us a ton of ideas. Uh, they're critical when they need to be. And that's going to keep us sharp and keep us moving forward um, with our staff and, and our mission. Yeah, you know, you you mentioned that, and I'm probably doing a bad journalism here because we are bearing the lead a little bit. I'll get to it now. You've got, you know, several different funnels the way I see it, and maybe there's lots more, and you'll you'll correct me here, but the crowdsourcing that you, member, you, you mentioned with memberships and monetary dollars per month, a year, or whatever, you've got bigger gifts, you've got corporate partnerships, and then you've yeah. got creativity where it's not necessarily always about dollars or there's different ways to – assist you guys to help student athletes. And I think that's what uh, really the reason we're here today is putting everything sort of in one place with this new partnership. I'll go ahead and let you talk about it. What's uh, what's going on? What's being announced today? Yeah, well, this is the corporate partner we've been talking about for a month or so now yeah. that we were hoping to announce back during the season. But when you're dealing with brands of this stature, um, it takes a little time. They've got their own PR departments and marketing departments and legal and all those things. And, and this deal has never been done before in NIL with these brands. So it took a little time for us to get it all together and to flush it out. But to your point, Chase, we want to be creative. I wanted to leverage a lot of the national partnerships I had from my previous life uh, to give our athletes um, really a boost and give, put them on a national scale uh, when it comes to truly building their NIL. And so, you know, this is a, a direct result of that. We have, uh, We've partnered with Wheels Up Cares uh, and Delta Airlines, and we've done that for a couple of reasons. Number one, both those brands are incredibly reputable and they're very forward thinking when it comes to the NIL space. So that was that was number one. Uh, number two, uh, it gave our athletes a great opportunity to have a philanthropic give back opportunity 
uh, with Feeding America, which comes through the Wheels Up Cares partnership. Um, and, and their whole part, that whole partnership is based around food insecurity, really working with food banks to provide uh, nutritional opportunities um, and alternatives uh, for uh, the youth of America uh, that are dealing with food insecurity. And, um, and so that was like, hey, look, that's a great opportunity for us to make a difference in our community and to solve a true problem. Second, third, after that, it was really about solving a problem for our athletes. So what can we do with that compensation for our athletes on the NIL front that has a charitable um, uh, opportunity, but also fills a void? And as we know, Oxford, as great as it is, it's the best college town in America. I think we'd all agree with that. It's not easy to get to sometimes. And in talking to our athletes, one of the problems or one of the main needs that they have with their NIL conversation was travel to and from Oxford. And um, and so we wanted to, to solve that problem and give our athletes a travel partner that would help not only themselves go home, go back and forth, stay connected to their families, stay connected to their hometowns, because we recruit nationally in all our sports, but also give them the opportunity to bring their loved ones in to watch them play. And you would be amazed, I was amazed at how many of our athletes, parents and family members had not been able to watch them play over the years. Uh, just due to the fact that it's expensive. You know, mm -hmm. with coming out of COVID, we all know the cost and inflation and hotel rooms and airfare and price of gasoline and all those things. So you had this challenge of Oxford being, you know, not a major hub city with a major airport, increased costs with all the inflationary pressures we're dealing with and our athletes wanting to stay connected to their families. So this opportunity now gives our athletes a commercial airline partner that they can use their NIL compensation for to, again, bring their loved ones into Oxford to watch them play and then to be able to go home. Um, so th that's really, you know, the, the, the focus of this. It's the first of its kind. I think it's a landmark historic deal in NIL. Uh, it'll be the first of its kind across the country. Many other collectives will follow suit but we are the first. And I love the fact that, you know, Ole Miss, the Grove Collective and our athletes get to be the first partner in this endeavor that has those functions of a charitable philanthropic give back to solve, you know, an issue in our society and in our community, but also solve a problem for our athletes. And I think that's NIL at its best. If you can ever marry those two things up, mm -hmm. then that's, the great side of what NIL can be for our athletes. So uh, we're going to launch that. You'll see all the press go out today. Uh, it'll be a national platform for our athletes. It'll be, and here's the other thing too, Chase, it won't be, it's not just football. Right. We yeah. have football, we have men's and women's basketball, we have baseball, we have volleyball, uh, and then we're going to add in track and field. We're going to add in soccer. We're going to add in softball. So it'll, this national, um, marketing campaign with Wheels Up Cares and with Delta will be across all our sports again, uh, showing the diversity of our athlete and telling the stories of our athletes that have either dealt with food insecurity in their life or travel issues uh, where parents have not been able to come watch them play as much. So super excited about it. And these are the type of deals that I wanted to, to really dive into to put the Grove Collective, our athletes at Ole Miss on a national scale and on a national platform.
Yeah, you know, that's one of the things is, I mean, you, you know, look, the world we're in right now is the world we're in with all the different ways that this this is. But this is a, a closer to a, a true intent for NIL. This is something that yes. people can can feel a little more palatable about, if you, if you will. You know what I mean? Like, you know, for, yeah. for all the stuff that we do in different ways, this is one where you go, hey, this is pretty cool. This is pretty good. You know, I, I think that I think that sometimes we need that just for our own our, our own morale a little bit. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Yeah, it is, you know, and, it, and it's like, because, you know, NIL gets beat up a good bit, you know, and there's, there's a dark side to it. There's a negative to it. We, we read about it every day. But, you know, also uh, sitting at home over Christmas holidays and watching our athletes go to Toys R Us and do a shopping spree for a bunch of kids, you know, a couple of days ago. And, you know, uh, you're hearing stories about players using their NIL to, to buy gifts uh, for kids not as fortunate. And, you know, again, in talking to our athletes, you know, one of the first questions I ask them is, what can we help solve for you? Do you have a charitable platform? Do you have a need? Do you have an issue? Like, we're going to compensate you, but let's talk about how we can be very creative and very impactful to fill a void that you have to give you a platform that you want or solve a problem um, in your life. And this was one of them that kept coming up about travel. Um, and also, too, it speaks to the young men and women that our, our head coach has, have recruited in Oxford is they are like, yeah, I'd love to get involved in some sort of initiative, some sort of give back. Um, and Feeding America through the Wills Up Cares program, I think, is a great opportunity for them to work, build the food bank 
uh, inventory in North Mississippi and in our community. And, um, and to your point, Chase, I just think this is what NIL, one of the things that was the vision of what it was created mm-hmm. for. And let's, let's give back to our community. Let's solve problems and let's fill voids that exist. And, um, and I think it, the more we can do that, the more we're helping not only impact our student athletes lives personally, but also the communities that they come from uh, and the stories that they have to tell. So, yeah, look, I'm, I'm super excited. It won't be the last deal like this that we do, but again, and just, like I said, I know I, I sound repetitive, but being the first, to do this on this landscape when there's several hundred collectives out there um, is really pretty cool. How'd it come about? Just through relationships. Um, you know, I worked with a lot of agencies back in my CAA days and my Under Armour days and know, uh, I know, know a lot of people in that space. And, you know, it's interesting. We talk about NIL chase on the, you know, the national landscape. A lot of these brands, a lot of the agencies are now building platforms, processes, systems, opportunities specific for NIL because they see that it's not going away. They Mm -hmm. see there's a lot of money flowing into it. And so a lot of traditional, you know, agencies or or companies um, that, you know, you wouldn't think you would see in NIL have now come into the NIL game because they accept the fact that it's not going anywhere. So that was a group, uh, the agency that kind of put this together was a group I had done some work with in the past. Uh, like I said, uh, they, again, liked the fact that we were fairly progressive and had an organization and had a great tie in with our university. All the things you and I talked about at the first mm-hmm. uh, part of our conversation, they saw that um, and they said, look, it's 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 a perfect fit. Uh, they love if, when you see our roster of athletes that are going to be in this program, you're going to see a not only highly, you know, successful group of athletes on the on you know in the competitive landscape but you'll see great stories and great diversity um and so they loved our athlete roster as well and that speaks to the goal of being an nil solution for all our athletes because when you line up all our athletes there's a ton of great stories in there great personalities uh and so that was really kind of how how this thing kind of came to came to pass yeah, that's something that, you know, we shouldn't gloss over there is just standpoint of they didn't have to choose Ole Miss. I mean, you know, that, it works both ways. It's almost kind of a credit to the university and the school and all those different things that a, a, a company that is that, you know, clued into marketing and PR and where they put their their revenue and just their 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 image, uh, if you will, into in, into Ole Miss is, is, is a notable part of this as well, that they are are choosing and picking because you know, everybody kind of forgets about this, but there is that other side. I mean, when companies and people invest in NIL, they're tied to those players and that's good and bad. You know what I mean? You yep. have, yep. You, you have players that get in trouble and do things and you're tied to them and suddenly, Hey, that comes back on you just like the business world. I mean, it, it, it's, it's a, it's a grown up lesson here for, for kids about responsibilities and things and who they're tied to, but that works both ways that when, you know, kids are impactful and I shouldn't say kids are 18 to 22, but players are impactful in positive ways that benefits the companies in those positive ways too. So, I mean, there, there is something, some business symmetry here that these kids are learning very quickly. Yeah. And, and like, you know, it speaks to the Ole Miss brand on the national scale. You know, I give mm-hmm. you know, Coach Kiffin a lot of credit with this, obviously the national championship in baseball this past summer, you know, the Ole Miss brand is really strong in the collegiate national collegiate landscape. Um, and, and our university, Keith, his staff, our marketing department have done a great job of building that brand 
on a national scale. And so I think it's a credit to, to all those people um, that it's not little old Miss anymore. Um, it's a thriving brand in college athletics that is located in the best college town in America um, and has a story to tell. And so I think people recognize that. And also too, and again, this is, was one of the other goals too for the collective was, you know, we wanted our athletes to see us as not just paying them, but also as kind of an advisory agency in NIL mm -hmm. and to use us as a resource. You know, we don't charge our athletes a fee, uh, but what we can serve for them is we can be, in a, you know, give them some guidance, some advice um, in all these deals that come up uh, because they're dealing with a lot of things like, you know, when I played and even, you know, three or four years ago that we didn't have to deal with. And so they, they're, you know, these are, again, 18, 19, 20 year old um, young adults that are dealing with a lot of factors that didn't uh, exist. And so we want to help them deal with that. And I think I said it in my press conference, you know, our goal was to create NIL opportunities, to enhance those opportunities, but finally, and most importantly, to protect the well-being of our student athletes. And I think if we do those three things, particularly the last one well, then I know that we are succeeding. And this is an example of, you know, giving them an opportunity that's not going to create a liability for them. And, and I think that's, you know, what our athletes are seeing with the Grove Collective is we can be that advisory agency for them and steer them in the right way to not only maximize that compensation, but also help them to manage all these new factors that they've got to deal with. And, you know, and I think, you know, the agency Delta wheels up, they saw that infrastructure with our collective and said, look, this will be an easy group to work with because they have measures in place Mm -hmm. And they'll be able to help us work with the athletes to coordinate and communicate all this, this national, uh, all these logistics that come with the national marketing campaign. So again, that's a tribute to our staff at the Grove Collective for putting that in place um, that another group saw to help manage all of this. So it all just tied together and we wouldn't be sitting here today talking about it if we didn't have those things in place. When is it operational? Is it immediate? I mean, when will we start seeing anything from this? Uh, January. So we're going to all first part of January. So uh, we'll start building in travel credit assistance for all our compensation with our athletes starting in January when their new deals start, when a lot of their new deals will start. Uh, and the way to work, Chase, is we'll sit down with them uh, and say, look, <clears throat> we've got this commercial air partner uh, with Delta through Wheels Up. Uh, we'd love you to be a part of the Feeding America initiative, but we'd also love to build in uh, this travel assistance in your NIL deal uh, that our athletes can use. Again, they can transfer it. It's refundable. They are in priority points through it. Um, and it'll give them an opportunity to take, you know, uh, a percentage of that, that NIL deal uh, and, and dedicate it towards, um, you know, uh, bringing in love members and themselves, you know, being able to go home. Uh, so we'll start building it into their deals here in January. I, I know this is multifaceted because the answer is yes to all these, but sort of how do you, you know, what is your scoreboard in this? I mean, do you have goals from numbers and dollars and members? Is it just about partnerships? I mean, are you following recruiting differently where, you know, there's portal guys come in, you go, okay, that's, you know, that there's yeah. tangible things there. I mean, what does this, what does this kind of look like for you as in how you, you use metrics for success? Yeah, that's a great question. And I think that's really the key to a lot of what we're doing is trying in a very fuzzy, uh, in, you know, uh, unscientific, imperfect NIL world right now that we're living in, trying to find as many areas where we can add some science and not as much art 
you know, and really some some key data points to where we can be very efficient with our money. You know, our margin for error is much smaller than everybody else's. We can't swing and miss. We can't throw millions of dollars at every problem and hope it works out. If it doesn't work out, who cares? We'll just keep going. Hmm. That's not the luxury that we have at the Grove Collective. And it's not the luxury we've ever had at Ole Miss. When we've been successful, we've been able to find ways to make $1 spend like three and to try to be really, really efficient. And so the only way to really do that is to try to find processes and and analysis and real science that you can apply. Um, we can't do it across all of NIL because it's just too it's too new. It's um, it's not as developed yet. But there are certain areas we can do that. And so to your point about the scoreboard, you know, for me, it really starts with the membership and our reoccurring revenue model because that's what's going to give us sustainability going forward. And if I can raise 50%, a minimum of 50% of whatever my goal is through my reoccurring revenue model with our, our subscribers, our members, which is getting close to 6,000 now, then I know that we are sustainable yearly and we're going to be highly competitive. So that's really my first goal is what can I do to continue to get people to sign up to be a member and a subscriber to the Grove Collective? All right, then it's, the corporation side of it, getting our corporate sponsors to come in. We have over 700 businesses that do business in and around the city of Oxford. So really creating this Ox, this business consortium of companies that want to be a part of the Grove Collective, number one, to help us from a fundraising standpoint, but number two, to authenticate us with great brands. And number three, give our athletes uh, outlets to to fulfill their obligations for their compensation. Mm-hmm. And so if I can do, if I can create this, this, you know, really top-notch, diverse, um, strength in numbers approach of businesses in Oxford, then I think that's going to be the second priority there because uh, as you know, Chase, when we pay these athletes, they've got to do stuff in return. These businesses in Oxford give them a great outlet. A lot of them are already shopping there, eating there, you, you know, et cetera. So that that's a great outlet for us. So that that's that's a huge priority for us. Uh, then it's obviously our major donors and our major donor gifts, uh, which will never go away. But that's not the most sustainable model either. You can't go to those same people every year and say, "I need you to write another check." I need you know they're going to give because they love Ole Miss and they believe in the mission. Um, but we can't. We, we've got to we've got to make sure and understand and be sensitive to the fact that they're getting a lot of other phone calls from the university for other needs the university has mm-hmm. as well. Uh, so that's really from the fundraising standpoint. Um, you know, we just lost a, launched a student initiative uh, called the Union on our website. You know, we want our students to to, to jump in for ten dollars a month or a hundred dollars a year. Uh, they can sign up as a student member of the Grove Collective. They'll get a ton of promotional opportunities with all these businesses that I just talked about in and around Oxford to shop, drink, dine um, in Oxford, and being a, a student Grove Collective member. Uh, you know, they'll have those promotional opportunities as well. So I think that's a big thing, getting our students involved, uh, which we just launched that. Um, so really it's, it's, you know, my mind is about fundraising so we can be as competitive as possible uh, where we need to be. And then to your point about recruiting, yes, you know, we are, we're constantly watching the news, um, the portal, you know, there's three buckets to really what we yeah. do. It's the roster retention with our current guys, it's the portal, which is kind of the free agency side of things, and then it's the high school recruiting. So sure. we are you're watch, we're watching all three, and William and I are constantly running numbers uh, and putting in 
some some software programs that'll help us manage our cash flow and budget appropriately because we don't ever want to get to a point where we can't fulfill an obligation. Uh, and you know, all we have really with these athletes is is trust. Uh, and if we ever, you know, weren't able to fulfill an obligation, then we would lose that uh, in buckets. So um, that's kind of our our main focus right now. You know, you, you mentioned trust. That's where all this is so interconnected. Why today is a is a big day too, because especially on these recurring annual and members and things, they've got to you know you need all them to stay, and they need to see wins in different ways. Because you said it's it's a little vague on exactly what does what. You know what I mean? So I think that's right. Things like today, you know, go, hey, no, I'm in. You're seeing tangible, pragmatic solutions to the things that they understand are problems and the reasons they're committed and caring about Ole Miss in the process as well. So I think that that, that plays into it from a lot of different areas. And I know, uh, you know, and again, you've had partners of all sizes. You, you, you needed everybody along the way. You've got a lot of people already in uh, with the Grove Collector from a business and an individual uh, partner standpoint. Some of those you've announced a lot on social media and whatnot. And then you've got some more players coming as well. I know you you guys aren't too far away from some more signings. Yeah, we are. We're about to announce a bunch of signings uh, with our current roster, uh, renewals of, of deals. Um, you know, our players have been very engaged and we've had a good success. Again, I think they trust the fact that we're going to do – and then going back to my comment about William Liston, you know, William uh, really was at the forefront of this and built a great relationship and rapport with our athletes. They trust him. Uh, they see him as, as again – somebody that that has great knowledge in NIL. Um, and so that's given us a great leg up with our current rosters. They, 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 they know who we are. Uh, they trust what we're doing. And so, um, you know, I, I, again, I think that uh, as we work through this, you know, and as we continue to find new ways and creative ways to be very, very uh, impactful with our athletes, um, our athletes are going to gravitate to those things that we're doing and, you know, we have a limited role in recruiting, as, as everybody knows. Uh, but I think the more the more um, we can amplify who we are in our message, kids are going to notice that, you know. And uh, we're already seeing that on social media with a lot of, um, you know, uh, athletes, you know, following what we're doing, what we're saying. Um, and so I think they're they're embracing that. I think the challenge too, Chase, too, for us also is, you know, we have to be somewhat careful about what we can do from a marketing standpoint, you know, and mm -hmm. I get a lot of comments from our fans like y'all should be doing this and can you do this? And they're, and they're great suggestions, but we also, a lot of those things have to have approval from the university. Uh, and so we can, all, we're a steward of the university. Uh, we represent the university. And like I told people, the last thing I ever want to do, not only is create a, a liability for our athletes, but a liability for my university. Uh, they gave me so much. And so we have to be careful with that and make sure we're working within the confines of our state statute, the limited NCA guidance, and within, you know, uh, the chancellor and Keith's vision for what we need to be. And sometimes those things don't go as fast as we'd like them to mm -hmm. go uh, when you work with the university. But again, I give a lot of credit to Keith and the university for being very progressive with us and, um, and to continue to give us, um, you know, the ability to be successful. I would say that, you know, the one thing I've noticed in kind of the early signing period and in the transfer portal is every decision that has been made doesn't always uh, boil down to NIL. You know, I think we get way too much credit sometimes and way too, way too much blame sometimes for this kid is coming or this kid's going, you know, is it a part of it? Sure. But 
I've just noticed a lot of people have just hung decisions where they agree with whether they're a favorable decision or an unfavorable decision on NIL. And I think that's a little bit unfair to the athletes sometimes. You know, our athletes, yes, do they care about getting compensated? 100%. But they hadn't changed, too, in some of the traditional uh, metrics of where they want to go to school. You know, distance from home, brand, Mm -hmm. style of play, coaching staff, city of Oxford, academics. Those type things still factor in there. And so, yes, why NAL is a is a major priority to a lot of them and, and for most of them, sure, it's not always the overriding factor. And I think that's something that I've seen in our athletes that, you know, we just don't ever we don't ever want to be a negative, but I also don't think we also should be the only reason why a kid comes home with us either. Well, there's also if it's relatively the same, it's still back to recruiting. They got to choose something, and if you know if the yeah, NIL yes, is exactly. somewhat similar at both places, I mean, at the end of the day, yes. that still comes back to where are you comfortable, where do you have family. I mean, it's, you know, it's a, it's I say this all the time, and it, it's true. People get tired of it. They're not robots; they're humans. You know what I mean? We, we sometimes yeah. we think of these little football robots or whatever, and that's not the case. I mean, not every player is getting into the portal just to see whatever because they're happy where they are. I mean, there's a lot of right. just people that don't want to, you know, shake it up for whatever reason. You uh, you got the Judkins deal done. He, he announced that signing up weeks ago. That probably felt as close as anything to this point, kind of back to your CAA days a little bit when you got probably the, the pen to paper on that one, didn't it? <laughs> yeah, that was a big one. Uh, <laughs> look, that was a huge priority, as, as everybody knows. You know, once the Egg Bowl was over, that was like the number one goal for us was get him re-signed. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, we worked great with, uh, you know, Quinshawn, his mother, uh, the family, and they were engaged, you know, they've loved their experience at Ole Miss. So, uh, it wasn't so much about trying to convince him not to leave. It was more about just making sure we put a deal in front of him that, um, you know, gives him the opportunity to maximize what he has become in this you know, his first season of college football. And I think we were able to do that. We moved quick with it. Um, and, I, and I think it sent a message. You know, we that was one of those for me. It was like, look, I want to send a message, kind of like this Delta Wills up deal. But, you know, I want to send a message to everybody that, like, look, we can't attract the best players in the country, and we can also retain the best players in the country. And, look, I, he was he was highly sought after by a lot of schools out there, rightly or wrongly, whatever you want to call it. Uh, sure. There were a lot of schools that wanted him, and that's the reality. I could sit there and complain about, well, these schools aren't supposed to be saying this or doing this, but that's what happens. And so we had to accept the fact that there was a huge market for him out there. And as much as he loved Ole Miss and loved his experience there, we need to make sure that we put a deal in front of him that gave him and his family uh, the security of knowing that they're truly maximizing what he has accomplished to this point. And I think we were able to do that. But more importantly, we were able to send a message to – you know, the land, the national landscape in NIL and to these potential uh, recruits, transfer portal kids um, that said, look, you come here and do a good job. We're going to be and do all the things you're supposed to, not only on the field, but you're great in, in academics, in the campus community, in the Oxford community. You check all those boxes, then we're going to reward you, um, you know, in a very competitive and appropriate way. And I think that's the message that one sent. And thrilled to death. He's a great young man. I can't wait to watch him play. I hope for three more years. Maybe not be yeah, three more yeah, years. Yeah. But, uh, but uh, looking forward to watching him play tonight. And and just, again, he's everything that's right about NIL and college athletics. Goes to class, 
competes, trains, a great teammate, and was a pleasure to work with. Yeah, you know, it's not – yeah, for, for a guy like Quinshawn, it's not even necessarily about a tampering angle or anything like that. It's just simply that his exposure and worth is higher than it was a year ago. I mean, it's like anybody, Absolutely. you know what I mean? I mean, he's he went from, a, you know, again, a, a very reputable recruit, but a three-star recruit to the SEC's leading rusher. Well, compensation increases when those things happen. It just sort of is what it is. That's that that, that that's one of the ones where it's not even anything more complicated in a lot of ways. It is because there are other elements. But even just in a vacuum, that makes a, a, a ton of sense. Well – I uh, I kept you longer than I meant to, Walker. I appreciate it. Congratulations oh, on the uh, on the deal that is being announced here today. Again, you're in uh, Houston, Ole Miss, and Texas Tech tonight. When you hear this, eight o'clock from the Tax Act Texas Bowl. They're uh, a little better football here than maybe the Texans are playing a little bit right now. But anyway, to Ole Miss and Texas Tech tonight, eight o'clock for that. Walker, enjoy the day, and we'll uh, we'll do it again soon. Chase, great talking to you, bud. Have a good New Year, and uh, let's get a win tonight, bud. Thanks a lot. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.